Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how half a billion dollars vanished in the blink of an eye. On today's show, we're talking about conferences. Who needs them? And are they worth all of the effort, expense, and time? Well, nothing has impacted modern life more than mobile technology. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are 85% of you are listening on a mobile device, either iPhone or Android. The continued evolution of mobile technology is a global effort with companies from around the world involved in the invention, the design, the development, deployment, localization, monetization, and promotion of mobile platforms, the devices, and their applications. Well, yesterday, the GSMA the sponsor of the Mobile World Congress, the largest mobile conference in the world, canceled the conference scheduled to be held in two weeks from now in Barcelona. This conference is massive in its scale and impact. Its cancellation also raises questions about the utility of conferences in today's environment. So let's dig into the details. Virtually every bit of information is available online. So why would you need a conference? This is the first time the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona's 33-year history with the conference that the organizers have called off the event. It draws more than 100,000 participants from across the world to check out the latest innovations, to pitch to investors, and to get deals done. That's right, 100,000 attendees. The hotels are booked months in advance. Short-term rentals are booked months in advance. And poor, unsuspecting tourists who come into a city that's overrun by the event had no idea what hit them. The direct economic impact of the conference in Barcelona is estimated at about $490 million. The show provides temporary employment for over 14,000 people. This year, the list of big-name attendees started to crumble on February the 7th, when Swedish wireless maker Ericsson pulled out, saying it couldn't ensure the safety of its staff and customers because of the coronavirus. The first Asian company to pull out was Korea's LG, as others pulled the plug from Sony to Nokia, Vodafone and Deutsche Telekom, became harder for those remaining to justify their presence. The industry group which governs the global wireless standards is GSMA. They fund much of their annual budget from this one event, charging 800 euros for a basic admission. Sponsorships are of course much more, and it's the sponsorships that actually pay for the conference. The conference is held at the site of the former Summer Olympic Games, and it spans several massive halls. It includes outdoor tents, and the booths from the world's largest equipment manufacturers are extravagant multi-story structures. Many of the booths include built-in conference rooms where exhibitors can hold client meetings. Some of the booths cost more than $2 million each to construct. The booths are limited to a 6-meter height restriction, or about 20 feet. These three-story structures are extravagant and eye-catching. So why even hold a conference? Why is it needed? Do customers, many of them who work for governments or quasi-government agencies, really need to see all that extravagance? The visitors to the conference include wireless carriers from around the world, from major global carriers like Vodafone to small local carriers that might service only a single town. It's an opportunity for smaller customers to speak directly with the development teams and interact with the suppliers that they might otherwise have a hard time getting their attention. From an exhibitor perspective, the question is always whether trade shows generate any additional business. Do people walking up to your booth all of a sudden become customers? Or are the people in your booth existing customers who you would have retained anyway? There are over 1,200 exhibitors, and the attendees include experts from all aspects of the wireless industry. 
Now, when I've attended this conference in the past, I was representing my company that manufactured chips that were used in mobile devices. It's an opportunity to compress time frames. When I go to conferences, whether it was back in my technology days or even now as a real estate developer, I hold multiple face-to-face meetings in a single day. Sometimes I would hold seven or eight meetings starting from early in the morning until late into the evening. I'm able to accomplish in four days what would realistically take four months. And when people are in conference mode, they put their office on hold and focus on maximizing the efficiency of meeting people at the conference. When I attend a conference, I don't pick up the glossy literature. I don't load up on free pens or sunglasses. I focus on meeting people from dawn until late. Now, later this month, none of that's going to happen. The big question is, who's going to absorb the cost of the cancellations? Will hotels offer customer refunds? We're seeing 100,000 aircraft seats open up less than two weeks away. The direct impact is enormous. We're talking half a billion dollars vanished in the blink of an eye. It's not the only global event being impacted. China canceled their Formula One race, or perhaps postponed it until later in the season. The window to reschedule the Formula One event is small, given the other races happening around the world. The global economic impact of the coronavirus this year is enormous and growing. The truth is we really don't know the scope of the impact. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.